Hello again, my dear friends, fellow moms. Welcome back to Doing Things on Purpose, the podcast that empowers women to take charge of their time, health, relationships, and money by doing things on purpose. I'm your host, Suri. It's such an honor to have you joining me yet again this week. And if you're new, welcome. Continuing on with this third episode about money, I have a super special gift that I'm excited to share. It's to help you actually get started on managing your income, expenses, and your investments for beginners. So stay tuned till the end to see how you can get your hands on it. This week, I'll be talking about the biggest money mistakes that I've noticed women and especially moms making when starting their journey of being more aware of and trying to take more control over the financial situation in their families. As always, you can find the transcript of this episode on my website or leave a comment at surishtahil.com forward slash 12 or send in your questions directly to me at surishtahil at gmail.com. Before we begin, let's get started with this week's mom check-in. For those of you who are new here, these are simply gentle reminders for me to hopefully guide you towards taking action and building the habits that you've always wanted to start doing but always kept procrastinating. So how was the last week for you? For me, it was once again more of a mixed bag. I did manage to make time for my daily morning yoga and some Byron Katie worksheets, which is a kind of journaling and reflection exercise for me. But I've also been feeling a little sluggish, which is to be expected as I'm in the middle of my autumn season, quote unquote, which means it's the week or so before I menstruate. So I'm taking some five minute naps when I need it, it's a time when we women can be a bit more sensitive to criticism and when we can practice being a tad more patient with ourselves. I have a dear friend who even avoids making big decisions during this time, which I think is very kind and wise. Have you also noticed how your cycle affects you? I hope you've been able to really anchor in with some daily self-care habits that help support you no matter what season you're in right now. Question number two, how's your calendar looking? Yes, if you're a stay-at-home mom, you can also have a calendar to organize all the cleaning, shopping, school drop-offs, playdates, and school invitations that you need to manage. My best time management tips for moms can be found at surishtyle.com forward slash time. I'd actually love to hear what you think if you've tried any of the 12 tips I've put together there. I'm always looking to improve things. So now moving on to today's topic, which is how to avoid the three biggest money mistakes for moms. Mistake number one is thinking that taking control of the family finances equals total control. Let me start with a story. Last week, my husband and I actually had a little money disagreement, which left me feeling a little vulnerable and imbalanced. My recent podcasts have, after all, been all about the topic of personal finance, and I'm again amused with the way that the universe always manages to push our buttons just when we least appreciate it, like a full-blown argument right before our wedding anniversary or an accident right before a birthday party, right? Why? But then I recalled that I've been here before, that taking conscious control over our finances can never equal total control. I remember that fear and my ego always pushes me to think in terms of me instead of us. But I have better tools now. I wrote down my grievances on paper, 
on Byron Katie's Judge Your Neighbor worksheet, to be exact. You'll find the link on the show notes. I turn my statements around and I sit and reflect. And I always come out of it a lot lighter, a lot more humbled. It's allowed me to reconnect again with my other half, to return to the same conversation with a more open heart and minimal negative emotions. Because when we put our barriers down, I think we make it safer for the other to do the same. And when we consciously choose to listen without judgment, we also show our partner that we trust them and that we accept them just as they are. Because I'm sure you know this, but in a committed relationship, there's more than just one of you. There's more than just one opinion about every single thing, from parenting to lifestyle choices to eating habits and to finance. So how do we make room for a spouse who might have different beliefs and values than us when it comes to anything, and in this case, money? All we can ever hope to do, in my opinion, is just to do our part to put our best foot forward and keep investing in our own financial literacy so we can have better informed discussions and eventually make better informed decisions as a family. And remember that building trust between couples to talk openly about money takes time. Which brings me to my next mistake. Mistake number two, the now or never or all or nothing mentality. Maybe you've tried having a discussion with your partner about money and it didn't end well. Maybe the discussion left you even more confused and feeling smaller than you ever did before. You think, that's it, it's just too hard, I give up. And just like that, you give up your power. So you end up hiring a financial advisor at the bank to handle your money, or you get sold life insurance and annuities that you don't understand to help secure your retirement in the future. You hire an investment manager to help you buy and sell stocks. You close your eyes and just hope that these strangers will take very good care of you because you've paid them for it. Who else would you trust with your life and the well-being of your future so blindly? These contracts are often easy to get into and very expensive to get out of. So don't ever feel pressured to solve your problems or gaps in financial understanding by just leaping into whatever advice distinguished-looking men or women in fancy suits tell you. They don't care about your or your partner's money more than you do. So learn to be happy with good enough. Maybe your good enough for this month is just starting that conversation with your partner. Maybe your good enough for next month Is your partner finally finding out what his company retirement plan entails? Maybe you're good enough the following month is finally calculating the emergency fund that you need to save towards. Maybe it's finally organizing one more money bucket from my 12 money bucket list from last week's episode. Or maybe it's eventually taking a simple investment course to help give you the confidence to open a brokerage account and to start buying into the stock market on your own. Don't ever believe that you have to figure it all out all at once or go all in for any kind of investment or strategy. Be willing to figure out what you like and what you don't like along the way because every financial advisor or every financial influencer thinks their way is the best, including me. So find someone whose heart and money philosophy matches your own. Mistake number three is having unreasonable expectations. 
Now, the lovely thing about the digital age is how accessible and affordable financial instruments have become for the average consumer. Anyone with a mobile phone can now invest in the stock market or in crypto if they so choose. Everyone can follow financial experts and finfluencers on TikTok or Instagram who tell them what and when to buy and when to sell. And with all that noise, it's easy to understand that we can get confused. We think they must know better. So again, we end up giving up our power. We fail to listen critically to advice and to question things that don't add up. We get giddy and greedy when we see examples of people claiming to double and triple their money over short periods of time with crypto and in up-and-coming trend stocks. Or we get too excited about investing in small companies that we want to support socially, which carry the sustainable or vegan labels that we talk about with our friends. We start acting like a trader and not a long-term investor. We don't care if these companies make a profit or not, or if they're small. We lose sight that we never actually wanted to gamble away our money like this. We forget that small companies are more vulnerable and are the first ones to fail when the markets tumble. We forget that as women, as mothers, we were looking to feel safe and secure with our money in order to take care of ourselves and our family in the long run. That's why I created these money series podcasts and why I wrote the 13 money lessons that every parent needs to know article, which you can find on my website, in which I listed what returns you can reasonably get from different types of investments so you don't get conned. Because I also feel called to do whatever small part I can play in helping women feel more empowered to grow their financial knowledge. So if you want to check that out, you can go to surishtahil.com forward slash money. Again, this is just the way I see it as a woman, wife, and mother. Take what feels good to you and leave the rest. So I know I've shared so many links with you, but to end this podcast, I'm so excited to give you the gift I promised at the beginning of this episode. It's my money mastery template. So what is it? Well, this is a new and improved version of exactly the document that I used to start planning our money as a family. I used this to ask questions and to start a conversation with my husband about our finances. So it contains tables for you to fill out, to calculate and plan for everything from emergency savings, the target retirement or financial independence number, how to track your income and expenses. It helps you plan for your retirement fund and your kid's education fund. There's a compounding interest estimator there so you can see what happens to your money over time. And finally, there's also a retirement income estimator so you can estimate how much you can expect to earn from your investment when you retire. Just fill in the blanks that apply to you, except don't touch the areas highlighted in gray because they have formulas in them. It's all included in the instructions. So where can you get this amazing template? You can go to surishtahil.com forward slash money mastery. That's S-U-R-I-S-T-A-H-E-L dot com forward slash money mastery. You can download the file as an Excel sheet or a Google Doc. Let me know if you have any problems accessing it. And if you need any help, you notice a mistake or you have a suggestion on how I can improve it, 
just shoot me an email at surishdahil at gmail.com. Okay, that's all I have for you this week. I hope you found this episode helpful. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and share this podcast with a friend if you liked it. Again, you can find all the links mentioned and the transcript at surishdahil.com forward slash 12 for this episode 12. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Suri, and you're listening to Doing Things on Purpose. I'll catch you again next time.